Hey guys, this is Alex. And Trip. And this is What Mean. Um, we're going to be doing something a little different today. Tell them what movie we just watched, Trip. We just watched the uh, live action Scooby Doo, I think from like, what, 2004? Eh, close. I'll look up the date later. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, you can definitely tell that this is like an early 2000s movie just based <laughs> off like, like, I didn't remember how dated this movie was. Oh, because, yeah. Because like, just watching it when you're younger. Obviously, like, you're watching it in the earlier 2000s, so you don't notice how dated some of the elements of it are, like, the hairstyles, yeah. like, the weird, like, pointy hair and everything, like, just some of the choices they made, like, I think we were talking about, um, cause James Gunn wrote a version of this, but it was more adult, um, but, like, I think a lot of it was changed later. You can definitely tell a lot of this is made by committee. I, I'll assume that everybody has seen the Scooby-Doo movie, so I'm not even going to go into, like, a plot summary. I guess we're just going to talk about, like, just our overall thoughts. I guess the overall plot, if I were to do it, would be, like, um, they break up kind of similar to, um... Fairly quickly in the movie, too, like, the first scene. Exactly, and, um, kind of similar to Zombie Island, which was a better version of this, if we're being honest. Um, but, like, it's still really (laughs) good-ish. I I mean, like... the CG, I was like... But, you know... It's it's early 2000s. It's one of those things. <laughs> Scooby-Doo kind of looks creepy, though. Yeah. Some of his facial expressions and how it, like, stretches the CG and everything. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I know that definitely, um... Some of the stuff is just really dated. I know they break up and they get back together because they find, like, this mystery on this island that kind of brings them all back together. And it turns out, the farther they go into it, And the kind of weird cultish aspects of it, like, um, there's, like, this weird, like, voodoo stuff going on, and some of it seemed kind of problematic by today's standards, like, you got, like, (laughs) yeah, you got, like, this white, like, ringleader kind of thing, like, the sidekick, it's, like, a clearly white dude with tattoos, like, doing this voodoo stuff, I'm like, it seems kind of culturally insensitive, (laughs) but I'm gonna let it slide because it's Scooby-Doo, I don't know if you've ever seen the old Scooby-Doo, Where Are You cartoons. Yes. Okay. But there was one I distinctly remember that if you want to talk about just inappropriate or, like, slightly racist elements, do you remember the one where they went to, like, a Chinatown type thing? Not or there's, like, this guy with this, like, golden mask? Maybe, yeah. Yeah, and it's really messed up. You should look this up <laughs> afterwards. I'm pretty sure they don't show this version anymore. But I remember Scooby-Doo and Shaggy dressed up and doing like because it's um in like a chinatown doing like this weird like they made their eyes like look like chinese people and like they were talking like with buck teeth and like really stereotypical and everything and they had like they were dressed up like old-timey like chinese people and i was just like this is really messed up like i'm surprised (laughs) this even got through but then again it was the 60s and 70s so i feel like a lot of stuff's they let slide that probably shouldn't have. Anyway, getting back to this, speaking of, like, adult and kind of inappropriate elements, um, just having the white ringleader was kind of weird, and then, like, just some of the other choices they made, like, um, like, having Pamela Anderson be in this movie yeah. was, like, a weird choice at it the beginning. Be, it must have been a choice for the time, because I guess she was a big star then. Yeah, I could definitely, I, I do remember when she was a lot bigger and, like, important, and um, kind of like the Kim Kardashian of her day, I guess. Well, Paris Hilton was the Kim yeah, Kardashian that, yeah. of that day. But, um, she was definitely big for that time, 
Yeah, but um, yeah, just some of those. I could definitely see a producer being like, "Oh, well, we have to have Pamela Anderson in it," even though most kids aren't going to know who Pamela Anderson is. But I'm guessing that's for the adults who are watching this movie. Yeah. But yeah, it was weird because just a lot of the choices they made, like they definitely did sexualize um, Velma and Daphne a lot. Like there was a scene yeah. we got to where. There's, like, they take their souls out, but they don't say their souls. They say, like, their protoplasm or something like that, so it's less creepy. But, like, one of the plots of this is that they're taking the souls out of these people and trying to make them more subservient to um, Scrappy in this. And there's this weird cult video in the middle of it where it's, like, this over-the-top reaction by this dude's like, I will crush you. And then, like, the other one where basically the dude says every single, like, Playing term from the early 2000s in the most white way I think I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Where he's just like, oh, I'm going to go catch it on the tube. Word. Yeah. Or whatever. I'm just like, wow. You, you, well, you guys have a tube on the box, man? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Said, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, just all that kind of early 2000s stuff. But luckily, like, I was just looking at some of the style. I'm like, thank God we moved past this because this is rough just looking at this. But yeah, like, just, like, I guess getting back to the over-sexualization, like, we get to a point in the movie where the the spirits are bouncing around um, to different bodies, and for whatever reason, they decided to put Linda Carlini, a.k.a. Velma, in, like, this super low-cut top where you can see, like, her midriff. I swear her shirt kept getting shorter. I, I don't know. Yeah, true, and I'm but... just like, this is a kid's movie, right? Right. Which kind of, I guess, feeds into the whole thing of James Gunn originally wrote this, and from what I hear... He wanted to do more of, like, a parody-type movie, which you can definitely see that. Like, this... Fred doesn't really act like Fred in this movie. Like, he kind of acts like a dumb jock, which was not really his characterization in anything else. Like, if you watch the old Scooby-Doo cartoons, he's just kind of like a generic dude. Like, yeah, he doesn't like, really have a personality. No, he never, he never had a personality. He's just like, hey, I'm the leader. That's yeah, it. yeah, just <laughs> kind of like the Leonardo-type personality, I guess, from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Which is kind of like, I'm the leader type. I don't really have a personality. I'm kind of bland. But, yeah, um, just some of those choices, like, he would say stuff like, oh, nerdy chicks turn me on, too. And I'm right. just like... That's something Fred would never say. Like, just some of the choices they made were weird. Like, I liked... Matthew Lillard was probably, like, the shining star in I this. Shaggy, yeah. yeah, like, he embodied the character. Matthew Lillard's just a great guy, too, yeah, though. Yeah, in general, he's just a good person, yeah. He definitely needs to get more roles. Like, no just... Doubt. I really like him if you've ever seen uh, Without a Paddle. Yeah. That's, a, that's a great movie. <laughs> yeah. I love that movie. And Seth uh, Green was in there, right? Yeah, it was yeah. them. They're all buddies in real life. Like, yeah. they all hang out outside of, like, that movie. Like, they're all really close. But, That's yeah. Awesome. <laughs> they, um, just on a tangent, I guess. Um, have you ever heard of Inside of You, Michael Rosenbaum? No, I don't think so. He did an interview with each of them where he kind of, he talks about psychology and stuff like that. Okay. But, like, he got each of them on there at some point, and they all talked about how they were, like, friends and stuff and talked about their life and everything. They really seemed really humble and, like, really just cool, approachable people. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> getting back to this movie. Um, it's not as good as I remember it being. Like, Scooby-Doo kind of has that kind of, like, scale of, like, it's not good, but it's kind of predictable and you enjoy it kind yeah. of thing. Like, it's kind of... I feel like it'd be unfair to rate this like you would most things because of just, like, the tropes and everything that Scooby-Doo and some of the Hanna-Barbera cartoons use. It's, like, it's kind of like its own thing. 
But yeah, um, I liked it, but also it was really rough rewatching <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was fun and like a little nostal- nostalgic because I haven't seen it like since it came out. Right. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, the CGI, especially well, Scooby, you know, hit or miss. Yeah. The, like the monsters are. The monsters look terrible. They look bad. <laughs> I remember even as a kid just being like, this does not look good at all. <laughs> you recognize that when you were younger too, yeah. Yeah, but like just some of the choices they made, like the weird dog demon monster things, and just like making Scrappy do a villain was like a very weird choice. Like, I know that a lot of people, I personally, me, when I watched that as a kid, I didn't have a problem with Scrappy Doo. I thought he was fine. Like I didn't really. Did he ever play a villain before? I thought he. I thought he was. Or well, he was always like kind of like against something. Yeah, like kind of like he'd be like, "Oh, I'm gonna fight so and so" or whatever, uh, okay, like yeah, that kind right. of mentality. Yeah. I personally, when I was a kid, I didn't really find him annoying. Apparently, that's like a common thing. Like with most fans of Scooby Doo, is they hate Scrappy Doo. I'm just like. He was fine. I mean, like, he was just, I just viewed him as kind of like that, you know, like, everyone has that kind of, like, nephew or cousin who's kind of just, like, over the top and kind of just, like, you're like, no, 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 like, come on, calm down. Like, you just got to rein them in. But, like, they, their heart's in the right place, but they're just kind of, like, you know, always trying to get into something, basically. Like, that's just how I always viewed Scrappy Doo. I'm like, oh, he's just that cousin or that, you know, nephew that you have that, you just gotta kind of rein in and make sure their feet stay on the ground kind of thing. Like, I, I never viewed him as, like, a villain or, like, like I never hated that character. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't get the hate, really, I guess. He's kind of annoying, but, I mean, what cartoon character isn't, really, though? I mean, like, that's just kind of a trope of the time it was made in. Like, they always had, like, the little, like, sidekick or whatever. Let me at him. Let oh, me oh at yeah, him. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um... It was just weird. Like, it seemed really mean-spirited, like, making that weird flashback where, like, he peed. And they on... kicked him out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they and so... pushed him out of the car. Yeah, his the nephew. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Scooby, that's like a member of your family. I know that you have, like, a problem with them or <laughs> whatever. Out. But <laughs> just, like, they left him out there to die. Like, they didn't leave him with food or anything. They just threw his suitcase out there with him in the middle of the desert. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, you about to, like, you just murdered a puppy. And then they said... Oh, he wasn't a puppy. He just had, like, a growth hormone problem, which is weird. And they were laughing about it, too. Yeah, I'm just like, that's terrible. (laughs) But, yeah, that's the cat of the podcast. (laughs) But, yeah, um, it was just some of the choices they made. I think they might have been, like, holdovers from maybe uh, James Gunn's script, I'm guessing. Yeah, they might have pulled some over. Yeah, but um, I know originally in his script, he wanted um, Daphne and Velma to be kind of like lesbians or whatever, oh. just to kind of like, you know, push that whole kind of like parody type thing, uh-huh. make, because um, there are references in this movie, if we want to get into some of the more adult aspects of it, there are moments in this movie where like, um, like it's implied that Shaggy smokes weed. Yeah, like when they show their van for the first time. Yeah, and it's just full of smoke. Yeah, and it <laughs> just pans down. You see they're cooking food. They're not smoking. And then, like you, you pointed out, I didn't even catch this, but whenever um the person comes up and is like knocking on the on the door or whatever to the yeah. van, they start hiding the food as if like it's drugs or <laughs> yeah, whatever. Familiar, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just like that's actually kind of funny. And then like obviously the meme of. 
oh, like Mary Jane, that's like my favorite name with the girl <laughs> character in this. Yeah, it's like, oh, that's your favorite name. Right, <laughs> yeah, but like some of the some of the stuff they did in this, like just some of like the toilet humor, I guess, was like <laughs> really weird for like Scooby Doo. That had never really been an element of it before. It just seemed like, like I said, like producers might have made this movie. <coughs> Sorry, I'm coughing a lot. That's where I don't have the Rona. But yeah, um, we're staying six feet apart. It's okay, guys. But yeah, just some of the choices, like with the, as a kid, I remember liking it. But just like going back, I'm like, it's really weird that they have like all the potty humor and stuff like that. And just some of like the more risque jokes in it. What what was the one they said that banned the uh what's that word? Oh yeah Colon, yeah hydro the hydrocolon or something like yeah, that something like that. I had to look that up like they say we avoid uh hydroclonic that's what okay, it was yeah, yeah they that's say where you put liquids up <laughs> yeah yeah we had to look that up because it's like yeah we avoid anything with haunted scary or hydroclonic he's like yeah but that's for a whole different reason <laughs> and it's like I had to look that up and apparently that's when they shoot water up into like your bowels basically yeah and I'm just like what is that doing in a kids movie <laughs> like. <laughs> Kids are going to be Googling that. I mean, who knows if you can Google back then. But. Yeah, it was probably, it was, by the time that it finally popped up, you would probably already moved on to something else with dial-up and everything. <laughs> but yeah, like, I I will say this. There were certain parts of it that I liked. Um, I thought certain parts of it were very sweet. Yeah. But overall, like, I do think that some of the characters were kind of like, some of the characterization was very off. Um, I think that basically Daphne, after a while, was it, it's Sarah Michelle Geller. Yeah. She's basically Buffy. just, but yeah, basically just playing Buffy in this with like red hair. Especially towards the end when the fight scene happened. But she's like, fighting like that Rey Mysterio knockoff guy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, just some of the characterization was slightly off. I know they're trying to change their characterization a little bit, but like just some of the choices they made were kind of weird. I think, honestly, if you wanted to see a movie where the monsters are real and, um, the you know, the band breaks up and gets back together, like, it handled really well and the characters, like, stay true to themselves and everything, I think I would honestly probably recommend you check out Zombie Island that instead was, of uh, this. Island, it at still least, holds least, up. Yeah, at least from my memory, it was really good. Yeah, but um, this movie wasn't terrible, but also at the same time, it was painful to rewatch. Just some <laughs> of the references and everything. Like, I won't say that I disliked it. Like, I did like certain parts of it, it if for nothing else but the nostalgia. Yeah. But, like, other than that, like, I'm just like, some of it was just really cringy. And it's kind of one of those things that you kind of, you enjoy, but it's kind of like, uh, I enjoy. And we, we were making fun of it whenever we were watching it. <laughs> it was more fun for that reason, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, like, if you guys are in for, like, a nostalgic trip or, like, a ride in the mystery machine or just want to kind of see if this movie holds up for you, I would definitely recommend just giving it a rewatch just to form your own opinion on it. Yeah, for sure. But, um, I think, I think that, that we're good. Uh, you think, you got anything else to say about the movie? <laughs> no, I mean, it was pretty good. I thought, I thought that, that one scene where, um, what was it, Freddy... Got to a different body, or was it? That yeah, was weird. That was weird. <laughs> that like stuck in my mind. That was, was problematic. Yeah, I'm like that was really creepy. And then when he kept touching himself yeah. as Daphne, I, not like that. He yeah, was no, just touching like his body. That that's worse. Never mind. <laughs> but yeah, um, it was that was problematic. There were some problematic weird. aspects of this movie. I would just blame it on it being the early 2000s and us. 
being uneducated and ignorant to some of the things like culturally that we were doing that were wrong. Right. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, like it's no worse than what I mentioned earlier with right. the Shanghai stuff and everything. Yeah. But yeah, um, personally, this this movie kind of sucks. But like, <laughs> yeah. it's it's fun. It's, it's fun. a fun yeah, movie. It's, fun. it's got sweet elements to it. It doesn't hold up. If you want to watch it, it's kind of like a time capsule of like the early 2000s. I guess it would function yeah, as that. For sure. But um, other than that, I feel like if you were to come in cold, like if you didn't grow up with this, basically, I don't know if you'd really get anything out of it. Right. <laughs> but yeah, that's going to be it for us. Um, you can actually, I'll just go ahead and run through some of the stuff that I have now. This is actually going to be my first new episode that's on iTunes um, that's, that hasn't been recorded before on SoundCloud. I will include links to my Instagram, but um, I'll just go ahead and list the Instagram for what mean on here. It's at what, uh, spelled W-U-T, underscore M-E-A-N, underscore podcast, and that's what mean podcast if you want to keep up with us, message us, or just recommend anything for us to review in the future. We'd love to hear some feedback yeah, or just anything. Trip, uh, where can they find you? Find me at uh, Mike. What is your Instagram? Yeah, I don't even know. It's just my name. Oh, it's just your name? <laughs> oh, well, just type in like Trip. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not many trips on there. I'm <laughs> sure did, you'll find yeah. them. Yeah, make a new name for it. I'll work on that later. But. Yeah, and also you can <laughs> check out his art on uh, Facebook at Rogue Trip, right? Yeah. yeah, I got that. I didn't update that thing, but I do have some, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, this has been really fun talking about this, oh, yeah. and uh, we will catch you guys next time. Great. This has been What Mean. Cheers.